Yes, let's do it. This is Buccaneers Total Access, Total Access. with head coach Bruce Arians. Front ball of the 25, 20, 15, 10, Mike Evans, touchdown Tampa Bay. Brought to you by Advent Health. With award-winning care and a network of convenient locations, Advent Health is here to help you feel whole. Learn more at yourcareyournetwork.com. Fire the cannons. Now your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips and head coach Bruce Arians. Welcome into Buccaneers Total Access with head coach Bruce Arians, and it is our final show of the year, and now you are just days away from the Super Bowl. I'd love to know now that you guys have a full week of practice under your belt preparing for the game. Did it feel similar or different to just a normal week of the season? Yeah, last week felt like a normal week of the season. This week, uh, with all the immediate attention and everything, it'll be a little bit different, but we got a lot of work done. We got our game plan in. Three great practices, so uh, I think we're ready. Yeah, how did you make some of the decisions about how to prepare in terms of knowing it was two weeks, but then, like you said, knowing there's a lot more media obligations than in a normal week of the year? Yeah, we took an extra day of rest last week before we started practicing and uh, and took Wednesday off also so the guys could get all the tickets and the hotel rooms, get everything set for their families before we came back. And once we got back in the building, it was all football. It's all about winning the game. And... Uh, hopefully get through this weekend, not get the virus, and uh, get ready to go again. Yeah, and speaking of getting family set to go, uh, how about you? Are you going to have some, some family at the game, I imagine? Yeah, my mom's 95. I'm flying her in, and uh, my brothers and my sisters, uh, my kids and uh, nieces, nephews. So we got a bunch of Aryans and uh, Allens in the house. Yeah, did I hear that maybe your mom is considered a bit of a good luck charm? Oh, there's no doubt. She's, she, uh, we have not lost the Super Bowl she was at. See, yeah, this is good. I'm glad to hear she's coming down. This is a good sign. Uh, how about just some other coaches or maybe some former players? Uh, have, have people reached out to you since making it to the Super Bowl? And, and who are some of the people that you've been really excited to talk to since that? Yeah, gosh, after the game in Green Bay, I think I had 875 texts and uh, emails. And so, yeah, it was, it was fun. Guys I coached back in 79, Marty McDowell, Dave Marler, guys uh, every, everywhere I've ever coached, uh, guys reached out, you know. Uh, it was, and that's what this business is really about: making those relationships and having times when uh, they all come together. And uh, it, it was really, really nice. And uh, really, now it's over with. It's time to go to work. So, looking back at this season so far, why do you think this team had what it took to make the Super Bowl? What are what are the elements that are necessary for that kind of success? I think it all starts with accountability with each other. And, and to the cause, uh, you know, our first meeting, we knew we had to beat the virus before we could beat another team. And our guys did a great job. Uh, we had a couple crazy cases, but overall we, had, we really got through it uh, extremely well. And even in this times when you don't really get the camaraderie on the game, eating meals together, doing things together because of the pandemic, this team is extremely close. It reminds me a lot of the, the Super Bowl uh, 40 team in Pittsburgh where we took Jerome back home to Detroit. And uh, these guys are extremely close. They care about each other. They're very accountable to each other. And so for you, how would you say coaching in the Super Bowl is similar or different to another game? Are there things about how you go about it that will change, or do you try to keep it exactly consistent for how you approach every other game? Everything's consistent. You know, um, the way we practice, the number of reps, all those type of things. The big difference is the week of the Super Bowl. This one isn't as quite uh, of a distraction with all the media attention, but still guys have obligations to do in between meetings, in between practices that they normally wouldn't have to do. 
What are the messages that you have had for the team about how to approach the game, especially to guys who have never been to a Super Bowl before? What are the things that you're really trying to convey to them in either meetings or out of practice or just any time that you're getting to talk with them, even in the hallway? Uh, that's just another game. You know, we played this team. Uh, we, we gave them 17 points early and then came back and we're three, pin, three points short. And we're good enough. We don't need any heroes. We don't need to stop bubbles and tears. We're good enough. We just got to go play our best football. And what have you seen some of the leaders on the team saying, or maybe how has the, the team gone about practicing things you've noticed about the way that guys are approaching it this last week? Yeah, great preparation. You know, the um, very, very few mental errors, very few penalties in practice, uh, extremely high-intensity practice, especially Saturday. Um, got me worried that we were going a little bit too fast, but uh, it was extremely, extremely well-practiced. Um, and our guys are ready. They're ready for it. And I know that we're wearing the same jerseys from these other playoff wins. Are you a superstitious kind of coach? I mean, we, we've seen some examples from fans where we heard there were some who weren't eating cheese the entire week before the Packers game. Uh, one of my coworkers' sons didn't wash his socks during the entire playoff run. Are, are you uh, someone that has anything like that? No, I actually wanted to wear all pewter. And, and league said we could not do it because it was an alternate uniform. So if we can't wear those, we're wearing the ones we won all our other games in. That makes sense. And how about, can you over-prepare for a game like this and maybe almost make things too complicated or outmaneuver yourselves? I mean, when you have two whole weeks to prepare, how do you know when to stop as coaches with the chess game? Yeah, it's a matter of how many times can you rep plays. And uh, if you do it in a normal week, then you start, you got to really watch adding too much stuff. And uh, because you'll you'll keep watching film. And once the game plan is set, it's set. And so... I think with us right now, we've got a really good plan on, on all three phases and uh, just go back and rep it again this week. With all these playoff games in a row being rematches from the regular season, has it shown you anything about how teams tended to scout you or, or did it reveal some of your tendencies as you see how other teams approached playing you guys for the second time? Yeah, I think the, the Rams and the Saints were different. I mean, excuse me, the Packers and the Saints were different. Um, we were both really different teams by then. The Chiefs are very similar, and uh, since we played them, we haven't done a lot different. Uh, We've gotten better in some areas, but uh, that game is more important as far as going back and look at what you did right. And there were a lot of really good things in that game and what you did wrong. Yeah, which that was going to be my next question. What are the things that you have most noticed or learned looking back at that first matchup, whether it's good or bad? I think, you know, obviously not not trying to single Tyreek Hill is one thing. That was the obvious one. But uh, I think handling the, the pressure, Steve Spagnola does a great job, their defensive coordinator, bringing pressure from all different areas. We've got to do a better job of handling it this time. Yeah, he's a guy that's had some success against Brady in the past. What are the things that he brings as a coordinator? Uh, you mentioned a little bit about bringing pressure from some different places, but what is his style as a coordinator in some ways that you guys will have to look out for that? Yeah, he has no fear. I mean, he'll, he'll go cover zero on the, on the minus end of the field. Uh, most teams just do it down in the red zone or the plus area. He'll do it anywhere. And uh, you've got to be ready for blitzes at all times. And if you are, you can really capitalize. And sticking to the coaching front, uh, Andy Reid, a guy that you know well, what makes him such a tough guy to face, particularly in the Super Bowl? Well, anytime you give Andy two weeks to prepare, he's so innovative. He's going to go back and look at films in the 40s and 50s and find something he really likes. And, uh, you know, they have, a, they have a great offensive coaching staff. And, uh, They'll have some gimmicks. They'll have some RPOs they haven't shown. So it'll be a chess match the whole way. 
And then how about Patrick Mahomes, another guy that has some uh, creativity, shall we say, in the way he approaches a game. So what are the, the biggest challenges of facing a guy like him? Well, you have to pressure him, but you have to pressure him smartly. You cannot let him out of the pocket because big, big plays happen either by him running or throwing it way down the field because he can throw it on any angle very accurately. So he brings a huge challenge of pressuring him hard but not letting him out of the pocket. And how have you seen him grow since either he came into the league or, or even since winning it last year? Yeah, he just knows what he's doing even more. I mean, he's grown. He's just in his third year. It's hard to believe. But uh, he's so, so talented, but he's very, very cerebral. And uh, you see him checking things off now that he didn't do a couple of years ago and finding spots in soft zones that uh, he didn't do a couple of years ago. And you guys have so many vets who knows what it takes to win in the league, but the Chiefs were just in this game last year. So they, of course, have a lot of guys returning who've played in the big game. So does that matter? How much does playing in a Super Bowl before affect a player? Uh, other than knowing how to handle the 40-minute pregame and a 30-minute halftime, not much. I mean, it is like Tom said, the experience doesn't win this game. Execution does. And how does that affect you guys as coaches, the extended uh, pregame warm-up and, and that extra halftime? Is that something you guys like because you get more time to make adjustments or don't like because of how long guys end up sitting there? Well, I hate it. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's non-normal. And, uh, you know, especially the halftime. And uh, sitting there for 30 minutes is, is a very, very long. After all season being 12 or 18, so um, your, your routine is totally different. Getting guys warm back up. Our strength coaches and sports science people have their hands full making sure pregame and halftime that we're ready to roll. And we mentioned earlier a little bit about Tyreek Hill and uh, his performance against us in that first matchup. But, you know, there are plenty of fast guys in the league. So we, we know he's fast. We know he's speedy. But why is he so dangerous when there are so many guys that, that maybe have that kind of speed? Well, a lot of guys are just straight line fast. He's got great sideline, sideline quickness. Uh, stop on the dime at, at four two four three speed. That's a very unique guy. You know, um, they had they had the joystick back in the day, Dante Hall, who was just like him, but this guy's a little bit bigger. And uh, so those guys that can put their foot in the ground, change directions quick, that have speed, that makes them very very special. And then same question about Travis Kelsey and what makes him so effective, and maybe even pairing him with. Tyreek Hill, that what Travis brings on his own and then the two of them together and what that can do to a defense? Well, you have to know where they're at at all times, especially once Mahomes breaks the pocket. you got to plaster to those guys. And, uh, you know, Travis is a tough, tough cover. I mean, he beats corners. He beats safeties. You don't even try it with a linebacker uh, because he is so talented. He's got wide receiver talent and, uh, and the same type of movement that Tyreek has sideline to sideline. So they're, they're both uh, as good as you get in this league. And what have you seen from the Chiefs' offensive line to get them to the Super Bowl after they had two guys opt out before the season, lost three original starters to injuries? What have you seen from that group and what you'll have to be aware of there? Yeah, they still do a good job. I mean, they've got a quarterback that doesn't really sit still. I mean, normally you say the pocket's seven to ten yards deep. Patrick just keeps backpedaling. And he threw, threw a pass against us about – 16 yards behind the line of scrimmage and threw it 20 yards down the field. There's nobody else that can do that. So it really helps their offensive line because he's never stationary back there. 
And how about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Le'Veon Bell and uh, what they can bring in terms of the run game and, and the, the different styles that each of them have that you guys will have to be aware of? Yeah, they're both good receivers. They're both hard tackles. They, they, they've got good quickness, uh, make guys miss. It's a, it's a very talented, the most talented offensive team, I think, in the league. And I know that we don't yet know about Sammy Watkins' availability after he's missed some time. But if he were to play, what does he add to that, as you mentioned, already incredibly talented offense? Yeah, it's another num- number one wide receiver. I mean, he's a, he's a big-time threat. You know, I made a big play in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, it's not new to him. So uh, he's a very, very talented guy with a bunch of other talented guys. And their offense, understandably, because of everything we just talked about, does tend to get the lion's share of the attention. But uh, their defense is definitely uh, incredibly talented as well. How about we start with Chris Jones and his role in their defense and, and what he can do? Yeah, I think next to Aaron Donald, he's the most disruptive player inside in the National Football League. He's got length. He's got great quickness off the ball. And, um, yeah, he's a handful inside. And how about the rest of their front seven and where the, the talent lies and the way they use them? Yeah, Frank Clark is a good outside pass rusher. He also lines up over guard sometimes. Steve does a good, Spagnola does a good job of mixing guys up. But he's bringing pressure from everywhere. And uh, they play a lot of dime defense. So, uh, you know, they've got great safeties. But the guy you got to really watch for is Tyron. Tyron is everywhere. Um, he might be supposed to be playing two half uh, of the field, but he's down there intercepting balls in the middle. So you've got to know where Tyron's at all the time. Yeah, and I'm sure it's uh, helpful in some ways that you are pretty familiar with him. Uh, what are the ways that he has grown since your time with him and, and since he went to the Chiefs? Yeah, he's just going to continue evolving as a player after those serious injuries. And uh, I'm more proud of the man he's become. I mean, he's a tremendous guy. He does a great job. He's an awesome leader. Uh, he's a made way better man, and, and, uh, and he's a great football player. And what do you think of the comparisons between him and Antoine Winfield Jr.? A uh, di- little bit different. They, they're both very, very versatile. Uh, I mean, Ty early in his career could go out and play corner. Uh, Twan is a little bit thicker, a little bit bigger. Uh, he's kind of a st- hybrid between Tyron and Buda Baker. And since this is our last show of the season, I-, I wanted to be able to ask you some overview questions about the team from the whole year. And I figured we could just start there with Antoine Winfield Jr. And now that you have the maj- you know almost his entire rookie season to look at and, and the way that the offseason was and-, and what these rookies had to face, uh, what did you see from him and-, and what you think his potential could be in this league? Oh, he's been fantastic. And, uh, you know, he's played, he's played hurt a lot of the year. Um, he'll be close to 100% for this ballgame. And, uh, but he's been, for a rookie, he's been lights out. And he's just going to get better and better. And same thing about Tristan Wirfs. And uh, I feel like especially with him, you know, so often offensive linemen, you know, only get their name called and they do something wrong. And so that's one of the positions that it can be a little bit harder for everybody else to identify what has made him so talented when we don't know exactly what all they're being asked to do. But so give us a chance to brag a little bit about why he has been so effective. You know, I was taking the best pass rushers in the league and shut them out other than one sack against Khalil Mack. So um, uh, if there's a better right tackle in the league right now, I'd like to see him because I think Tristan's playing at a super high level. And how about the potential of Tyler Johnson and Keyshawn moving forward? Both of those guys got some opportunities, some reps this year, uh, but we're behind a very talented group of people. So where do you think their careers could go and what are some of the unique skill sets each of them bring? Yeah, Keyshawn, um, he's, he, when he got his opportunities, he's been out of sight. It's just that we're only dressing three backs right now to help out in special teams areas. So 
Uh, but I have all the confidence in the world with him being a lead back in this league. He can be a starter and, and give you everything you need, pass protection, running routes, everything. Uh, Tyler's made a big play in every game and look forward to having a big play out of him again. He made the most crucial catch in the last couple ball games. So um, that's, what he's, that's what he is. He's his, Again, both those guys got hurt by COVID and injuries early in camp, having no OTAs, but they, they're playing really, really well right now. Which guys on the team would you say would be in the running for most improved player either since last season or since the start of this one? Well, one of them got hurt early, and that was O.J. Howard. I mean, he was he was about to have a great, great season before that Achilles. Uh, Scotty Miller has had big-time improvement. Uh, I, I would throw Devin White in there also and Sean Murphy Bunning. I think as this season progressed, they both really, really got better. And how about which position groups would be in the running for that, that if you were to look at entire position groups, again, either since this, since last season or since the start of this year, where has some of the most improvement been? I'd start with the offensive line. They've been outstanding, especially the last six to eight weeks. They've been great and uh, blocking run and pass, uh, just doing a great job. And then the young secondary in the last five weeks have, have really stepped up uh, the entire group, and they're all second- and third-year players, and they, they really, really have improved. We already know certain guys like Levante who have already proven that they are leaders, you know, on and off the field in a lot of ways. Who were some of the guys that maybe showed growth in a leadership capacity this year? Well, Allie's always been a good one. You know, that, that's, that's a given. Um, Ryan Jensen's a given. So we have so many on offense. Tom, um, Leonard Fournette in the last few weeks has done a good job. Um, but defensively, Devin's really growing uh, like we knew he would. Um, Carlton Davis has grown a bunch in that area, also in the back end. So we've got a bunch of people I would consider leaders. And speaking of Fournette as one of those people, where did you see both Rojo and Fournette grow the most or impact the team the most on and off the field this year? Well, I think starting with Rojo, he was having a big-time year before, you know, before COVID and then breaking his finger. And breaking a finger has really hurt him catching the ball. And, and it's really hurt him coming down the stretch. But we love when he gets his hands on the ball. Uh, Leonard has just given us a, a really good, steady, all-around back the last few weeks while Rojo is getting better. And, um, and then you got Shady, who's just ready at all times. And how about Byron Lefwich in his second year as a coordinator? How have you seen him grow? And, and what is the impact that he's had on an offense like this one? Well, I think the stats speak for themselves. You know, he took Jameis and broke all the scoring records and passing records in Bucks history. He took Tom this year and did the same thing. He doesn't get enough credit for the job he's done in both those instances. And I get way too much credit for it because he does all the work. And then how about same thing with Todd Bowles and the second year impact that he's had on this defense? Yeah, I think Todd's done a great job. We know the biggest thing going in last offseason was keep that front seven together and then let that secondary grow. And, you know, they've had their ups and downs, but Todd does a great job of taking them individually, meeting with them 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, and just bringing their confidence along. Knowing that clearly Tom Brady knows a thing or two about how to play in a Super Bowl, what does that do for you as a coach when you know that your quarterback has the level of experience that he has in this game? Well, you know, the game's not going to be too big for him. And uh, I know it means a lot to him, And uh, but his practice habits – are off the charts. So by the time we get to the game, it's old hat. And then finally, what are you most looking forward to about the game? You're not allowed to say winning because we know that's obviously the answer. So other than that, 
now that you are about to play in this Super Bowl, what are the moments, what are the, the things that you're already most looking forward to or think you'll remember the most? Yeah, I, always, I always loved the national anthem, and, and we're having a great flyover, so I'm sure I have a tear in my eye, but uh, just to get it started, you know, I can't get here fast enough. I can imagine. I bet this two weeks has been some of the longest in your life. Well, thank you so much, Coach. As always, we really appreciate your time here with us. And of course, good luck in the Super Bowl. Thank you, Casey. And thank all the fans. At Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to like. Hyundai vehicles offer a wide range of advanced tech and safety features and are backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit your Hyundai dealer today and take some time to look around. There really is a lot to like. Now get a 2020 Santa Fe with 0% APR for 72 months or up to 4250 cash back. Hyundai is a proud partner of your NFC champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Offers end 3-1-2021. Call 813-867-0006 for details. While you watch the game, consider this. The human body has more than 650 muscles, but the only muscle that never rests is the heart. Maybe that's why true courage never rests either. Advent Health supports the courage in every athlete and the incredible inside us all. Advent Health is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Daytona International Speedway, and the official medical provider of Run Disney. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Two is better than one. How many times have you heard that one? More than once, I bet, because it just adds up. For example, there are two, not one, great reasons to fill up with Chevron with Tecron. Number one, unbeatable cleaning power. And number two, or maybe this should be number one, unbeatable mileage. Plus, Chevron puts Tecron in every grade, every gallon of their gasoline. So that's two, no wait, three unbeatable reasons to go with the one and only Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Earn your nursing or healthcare degree online in a way that works for you. At Rasmussen College, you can start strong with programs built online by design, with the campus nearby to support you. As the number one educator of RNs in Florida, we prepare you for success before and after graduation. Rasmussen College, proud partner of the Buccaneers Radio Network, three Tampa campuses and online nationally. Start strong, finish stronger at rasmussen.edu. Just like the Bucks, Moss Nissan is simply the best around. In 2020, we delivered over 6,000 vehicles to customers around Tampa Bay. And every vehicle featured Moss Care, exclusive to Moss Nissan, which provides added features and benefits to protect and enhance your investment, such as lifetime oil changes, tire rotation, and much, much more. Our goal this year is to become the best Nissan dealership in the nation. And with all things being equal, our goal is to never lose your business over price with our best deal guaranteed. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Advent Health. Now more with head coach Bruce Arians and Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. Welcome back to Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Advent Health. We had head coach Bruce Arians with us the first half of the show, and now I'm so excited to be joined by defensive lineman Vita Vea. Vita, thanks for being with me. Thanks for having me. Um, I can't even imagine 
the emotions that go into making a Super Bowl in general, much less for you coming off an injury so quickly with it. So what did it feel like in the moments that the clock hit zero and you realized that not only was the team going to the Super Bowl, but that you were going to get to be a part of it? Honestly, it's still, I, it still doesn't seem real to me right now. Like, I, I feel like it still hasn't hit me. But I think we were all on the bench just calling out the plays the whole time. We were like, we were just like, we get a first down, we're going. We get a first down, we're going to Super Bowl. And it was just like, it just kept, I felt like it just kept like getting closer and closer. And then once Chris Godwin got the first down, we were like, everyone started celebrating. We're going to the Super Bowl. It's just, it was just really crazy. Just seeing everyone's excitement. It was just like the next day I woke up, I was like, damn, I wish I could relive what we went through yesterday. I can imagine. And you said though, that it hasn't quite hit you yet. When do you think it will hit you? Is there, do you think there's going to be a moment that you realize it's real? I'm not sure yet. It's weird because you, you just like when you really sit back and think about it, you just the it's like not only not only Tampa's watching, not only Kansas City's watching, but it's like the whole world watching. Like you grow up watching and Super Bowl's on, you just everything comes to hold and everyone's just watching it. It's like Super Bowl parties everywhere, watch parties everywhere, just watching and just when you really get to think about it, now you really sit back and you're like, dang, I'm playing the Super Bowl. It's crazy. Yeah, so like no pressure or anything, right? Like, <laughs> you, are you so- like this this whole week at practice, it's just it's been feeling like it just feels like another game, but it's really I don't know Super Bowl. Yeah, so the the preparation so far has felt the same to you. Yep. Do you think that's a good thing potentially, or do you feel like th- does there need to be an added um, mentality to it, or do you think it's actually kind of good to just approach it like a normal game? I think it's good to just approach it like a normal game. I think once you get out of character and I think that's when things might go wrong, but you know, who knows what, uh, what can happen. It's uh, obviously not, not the regular season, you know, it's a different type of game now. So it's, there's more focus, more intensity to it. So I think for, for this week, I think it's a good thing to, you know, take it as a normal week just because, um, just because, like, you don't want to – we're – we've been two weeks away this whole week, so it's just you don't want to do things too soon or overhype things too soon. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to get too ahead of yourselves. Uh, what what has it been like to watch guys like Levante and Will make the playoffs even for the first time after being with the team for so long and then not only just be able to make the playoffs but go this far for for guys like that have you got a sense of of what it means to them and and how cool it's been to watch them yeah it's I think it it's that's what I'm really happy for I think uh, those type of guys on the team um you know you got to be really happy for them because you know this it was like the first time you know for Monte and Will you know you think about that first time making the playoffs and then it just keeps getting keep winning. And then just first time making playoffs, and now it's first time making Super Bowl. And you're playing at home, like things that, you know, no team has ever done before. And, you know, you just – you look at you look at those guys, you're like, dang, you guys deserve this. That's why I just – I feel like it means a whole lot more to, to them than the, a lot of other guys just because they – they've been here for so long and they've been in the league for so long. And now this is the, like, they got this opportunity. Obviously I'm a younger guy, so I have more opportunities in, in years to come. So, um, 
obviously it's still exciting to me, but um, for them, you, you know, you just got to know that it means a lot to them too as well. Absolutely. And what do you think you're most looking forward to about the game other than of course winning? That would of course be the obvious answer, but are there certain moments or, you know, experiences with it that you have found yourself picturing? Are you, are you one of the guys that dreamed of the Super Bowl as a kid? You know, what, what kind of goes through your mind about what this experience will be like? It's actually really just crazy because we're playing, you like, you, you, you like run through these like scenarios in your head about the Super Bowl, but we're playing at home. So like, we're used to it. Like we're used to that stadium. So it's not like we're going somewhere else to play and you're like, Hey, we're over here playing Super Bowl. So it just, I think that's why it, it kind of feels like a normal game to me. Cause we're playing at home and we're already used to like, you know, this environment. And then, um, I think COVID plays a lot with it as well, just because there's like a lot of restrictions and certain things, um, leading up to the game. So was the fact that it would be at your home stadium even more motivation for you guys and the team this year, you think? It was crazy because we, the D-line, we worked out together like in the off season a couple of times and we'd always talk about it. Like, you know, the Super Bowl in Tampa this year, like we got to make it, you know, we got to do it. And I think this, I think it's a thing that every team goes through um, that like last year, I'm sure like the Dolphins thought about it too. Like, oh, the Super Bowl is in Miami this year. You know, we got to make it. And I think it's something that happens every year. I think it's just it's mind blowing to me, knowing that we made it out of all the other teams, and we're just we're at home. Have you gotten any advice from guys who have been to the Super Bowl before? Or is there anything that you have felt like you would want to know or ask from them? Uh, not really. I've, I've, well, I haven't really talked to anything or anyone about it. Um, but if I would, I'd probably ask Tom Brady. <laughs> it seems like that'd be a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And what has his um, effect been on the team? Because I mean, you, you say that, but it's so true. I mean, this guy knows a thing or two about winning a Super Bowl. So yeah. what do you remember about when he first joined the team and then getting to watch over the course of the season of, you know, what you would kind of define as the Tom Brady effect? First of all, Tom, he's just really, he's a humble guy. So he doesn't, I think that will shock a lot of people um, being the guy of his like stature and like what he, he has done in, in his career. Um, to see how humble he is, he carries himself as like he does, it doesn't it doesn't really matter, like what he's done in the past. Like he's on to the next one, and I think um, that itself has brought a lot of um, different type of leadership to the team, and um, you know, bring, it, what he does is actually brings a lot to the table um, for us. And I'm I'm sure that there is never a good time to get injured. But when, you know, it, there is so much hype on this season and this year, and you, you guys said that in, even in the offseason, you talked about the Super Bowl being at home and Tom Brady comes in. Did that make it worse when you got hurt earlier this year because of the expectations? Well, repeat the question. So the, it's always unfortunate to get hurt, but yeah, with yeah, yeah. the kind of expectations that there were on this year that, you know, you get Tom Brady, the Super Bowl's in your home stadium, you know, this team is so loaded. And did, did it make it feel worse to know that you were getting hurt when you knew the, the potential of this team? Yeah, I think at first, yeah, I think uh, uh, there's definitely a lot of like mixed emotions um, with 
me getting hurt. Um, but throughout that whole process, I, I stayed positive. I just, for some reason, I don't know. I just, I think that was the thing. They told me, like, the next day, I was like, will I be able to play again this year? And they said, there's a small chance um, February. And I was like, I'm taking chances. So, I was like, when, when do we start? And then just uh, Bobby, uh, strength staff, everybody's been on me. Um, you know, those, those are the guys behind the scenes. And, you know, there's also a lot of teammates that, that helped me throughout this process um, with this. And it just, I think that uh, just being around them and just hearing different encouragement from, from the guys and uh, staff members, I think that's what really kept me pushing. And it was just, I think it was just a thing that um, me and BA had. I just told him, I was like, keep, he's like, if you keep winning, I'll show up. And it was just a thing. And then people were like, you're not going to play. And I was like, just keep winning. I was like, you win. If you win this week, I might play next week. Next week is coming. And you play this week? I was like, just keep winning. I'll be there. And it just, it worked out. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of hard work, a lot of hours that, that went into this. And actually just crazy came through. That's incredible. That is incredible. I love it. Well, we have more coming up here on Buccaneers Total Access with defensive lineman Vita Vea brought to you by Advent Health. We'll be right back. This is the Buccaneers Radio Network. While you watch the game, consider this. The human body has more than 650 muscles, but the only muscle that never rests is the heart. Maybe that's why true courage never rests either. Advent Health supports the courage in every athlete and the incredible inside us all. Advent Health is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Daytona International Speedway, and the official medical provider of Run Disney. If this were just any door, and this were just any ignition, connected to just any transmission, in just any vehicle, then perhaps it would be okay to buy it from just anyone. But this is not just any car. It's a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Every detail has been inspected and road tested by highly skilled Mercedes-Benz technicians. And it's all backed by an unlimited mileage warranty. Which makes the decision of where to buy one simple. Your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. The certified pre-owned sales event going on now through March 1st. Enjoy a credit of up to $1,500 toward your first two monthly payments through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Shop online or drop by your local dealer today. Credit towards your first two months payment available only to qualified customers on select certified pre-owned models. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on this offer and certified pre-owned warranties. For a test drive, visit Mercedes-Benz of Tampa, Fields Motor Cars, Crown Euro Cars, Mercedes-Benz of Sarasota, Mercedes-Benz of Clearwater, and Mercedes-Benz of Wesley Chapel. Or online at SuncoastMercedesBenz.com. How do you become America's best-selling brand? Let's break it down. Innovative tech means smarter and safer driving. Intelligent all-wheel drive will keep you ready for anything. And built Ford Tough Trucks will always get the job done. Plus, come into your local Ford store today and get super low APR financing, big cash back, and great lease offers on Ford's full line of cars, trucks, and SUVs. That's Ford, and that's how you become America's best-selling brand. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. My internet came with so many hidden monthly fees, I developed allergies. So now, if I'm streaming, I'm sniffling. Or scrolling, I'm sneezing. Don't get fees. Get Frontier and get no hidden monthly fees on our super-fast 500-meg internet for just $59.99 a month, plus taxes and government charges. At first, I thought it was pollen. Turns out, I'm just allergic to wasting money. 
Frontier. Don't go it alone. Go to Frontier.com for complete offer details. Service is subject to availability in all applicable terms and conditions. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. You're listening to Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Advent Health with head coach Bruce Arians and Bucks insider Casey Phillips. Welcome back to Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Advent Health. We are here with defensive lineman Vita Vea. Uh, right before the break, we were talking about your injury, and I was just wondering how, after you had that, you talked about the importance of the encouragement of everybody and the motivation that you knew uh, there was a chance you'd be able to come back, but um, you know, what was the actual rehab like, and did you, how, how, how early did you realize you actually could come back? Cause it's one thing for them to say February. I mean, technically you even beat that back. So when, when did you start realizing that there was a legit possibility you would get to come back? I think I was in the cast for six weeks and um, I was in the boot for two weeks. But I think the main thing was, the main thing was for me was um, I'm going to try, I'm going to push myself. I'm going to try just in case. So in case I do don't make it back, I can tell myself at least, at least you tried, um, you know, and I think that was the biggest thing for me. I didn't want to, you know, go out to the season and not take rehab seriously and be sitting here with like a, my legs still messed up. I'm like, damn, they're playing in the Super Bowl, And I tricked off uh, rehab. I, I could have made it back. And I think that was the biggest thing for me just to have that chip on my shoulder and just be just that was the biggest thing like if you don't if you don't make it back you can tell yourself you, you tried you know you gave it you gave it your own and I think um just all the hard work paid off and all we have and and the arguments with uh Anthony <laughs> and Bobby just it all it all it was worth it in the end that's incredible and how do you feel like you had been playing before your injury? Where, where do you feel like in terms of your career and, and the way you've been able to play, what, what level do you feel like you were at before you got hurt? I think it was, I think I was playing more, more comfortably. And I knew, I knew the defense a lot more. I knew it better than I, I knew last year. And I think I was, um, I think that helped me like just overall in my play. And I think coach Casey had a big, big, uh, big part to do with that with teaching me uh, a, lo- a whole lot more football and um, I think I was just I felt like I was playing like I, as good as I was back at, in college I think I was taking that um, that next step forward and I think uh, you know I had a, minor, a little minor setback but you know just got to keep working and keep pushing. How did you feel in the Packers game based on what you maybe thought you would have felt like after being out for so long, whether it was your actual injury, the, you know, your energy level, how comfortable you felt out there on the field, all that stuff. How, how did you feel compared to what you thought it'd be like? Uh, everyone's been saying I was doing good, but I, I honestly don't think I did that good. <laughs> in, my, in my head, everyone's saying like you did good, you know, you, but I think uh, I could have been a whole lot better in that game. I think, um, I think I was just, yeah. I think my, I, I was just, I was, I was just out for so long, and then coming back and just, um, just relearning, relearning the the speed of the game, and relearning like how how fast things go, like learning, uh, not really learning the plays again, but just really getting that quick, that quickness back in your brain, like quick thinking, because you get the play, and then you get like five 
five seconds, five seconds or less to like process it through your head. And I think that part of the game, like you just gotta, you know, you gotta jump back on it quick. So I think there's like a whole lot of things for me that I thought I could have did better, but I guess it, I guess it looked good to everybody else. Yeah, I mean, better than the other way around where you thought you played great and everybody else is telling you you were terrible. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> Um, and how about the idea of coming back in such an important game when you have been out for so long and then to come back in the NFC championship game, what was that like? And did you feel some, some pressure or nerves with that? Or, or what was the, the mentality going into the game with that? For some reason, it just, it didn't really, it didn't really hit me like that. I think I, I think I did a good job of preparing myself mentally for like every, every outcome. Uh, I think I prepare myself. Like if I go out there, get hurt again. Um, I knew all the risks I was taking. I knew, like, if I, I could suit up and not play, you know, I was, I was ready for that. I could suit up and play one snap. You know, I, I think I, all those different scenarios and outcomes, I think I ran it through my head and was just prepared for anything to happen that game. And um, just look at Bobby, like, right before the game, he was just like, you worked hard for this, go out there and just and just play. And I think that's what, uh, you know, I just I went out there and did that. And, yeah, I guess everyone said I look good. <laughs> I love that. We're talking to defensive lineman Vita Vea and someone who thought you looked good. Uh, Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football gave you the angry run scepter. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about the, the play that earned you that and uh, how cool it was for you to, to get that award. That play, that play, I should have. That play, um, it, was, it was, that was a lucky play. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just gotten the, the lucky scepter is what you're saying. It was, it was, a, I think it was a lucky play. Uh, I just, you know, they set pancake the, the office alignment. And then, um, I, I, I should have got the sack, but it was just, you know, all that, that all that time off, it just, it worn on me, you know, put some years on me, you know, got me a little, <laughs> I'm older now, so. Yes, you're such a seasoned old man at this point. How old are you again? Like 24? Uh, three months older since I got hurt. Three so months older than that. <laughs> uh, what do you feel like you learned while watching the team? You know, when you're not playing, when you're you're not getting to be a part of it, you're watching more on TV or you're in the meeting rooms and things but not playing. What, what are the things that you feel like you were able to get out of that? I think um, you, start to, uh, you start to see the bigger picture. Um, you know, being hurt, like obviously you're not, you're not in tune to, uh, cause you know, I know my job. I know what I have to do on the field. So I think it's not as, I'm not as focused on it. Like during meetings, like when I was hurt and going to meetings, I wasn't all as focused on at my position cause I knew what I was supposed to do. I think I started noticing, um, different stuff that I didn't know, like coverages, um, offensive formations, stuff like that. And I think, uh, that's what also helped me as well take my game to, you know, just to the next step and just keep, you know, you, you're always learning something new in this game. And it just, I think that's what um, another goal of mine was to really just to learn more about football and, uh, you know, about our defense. And how did you feel like the, the D-line played with you out when you were watching them and watching the meetings and everything? Uh, how, how did the guys do in your absence? They did good. They did good. They got the uh, – they, those guys got the number one rush defense in the game and the, the league again. So we're back-to-back twos in a row. So 
just off of that, you could say, you know, they did really good. And just watching them, you know, they 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 did really good throughout the game. Um, but I think overall they did really good, you know, just um, watching them and just seeing like uh, their growth throughout the throughout the year and how they were able to produce and just uh, continue to work together and, and play together as a defense. All right, well, we have one more segment coming up on Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Advent Health with defensive lineman Vita Vea. So don't go anywhere. This is the Buccaneers Radio Network. While you watch the game, consider this. The human body has more than 650 muscles, but the only muscle that never rests is the heart. Maybe that's why true courage never rests either. Advent Health supports the courage in every athlete and the incredible inside us all. Advent Health is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Daytona International Speedway, and the official medical provider of Run Disney. Bold statement. Saving money with Geico is almost better than watching football. Think about it. When you're watching the game, yelling at the quarterback to throw the ball, throw it, Williams is wide open, why are you doing this to me? Use that rocket arm, come on! They don't listen to you. But if you went into a Geico office and yelled, Someone please help me save some money on car insurance! Everyone would hop to it. Except the intern, because it's his first day and he doesn't even have a computer yet. See? Better. Switch and save with Geico. It's almost better than sports. What is it doing? At Johns Hopkins All Children's, we are ready to care for your kids. Set up to make and keep them well and going the extra mile to help them thrive. Johns Hopkins All Children's. A healthy future starts now. At Tampa Electric, we know our customers depend on safe, affordable, clean, and reliable energy. That's why we're working to move overhead power lines underground, strengthen our system to weather storms, install advanced technology to keep you informed about outages and restoration times, and double our solar power generation by 2023. Because we're committed to lighting the way to a brighter future for you and the ones you love. Learn more at tampaelectric.com reliability. Hi, I'm attorney Robert Rubenstein, and this is Rubenstein's Rules for Personal Injury. Rule number one, get an attorney. When you or a loved one have been injured by another's negligence, an experienced attorney can make a huge difference. At Rubenstein Law, we will find all the insurance, make sure your injuries are documented, and work to get you the best result. While each case is different, a well-known insurance company's own study show people with a lawyer, on average, got more money. Call Rubenstein Law at 1-800-FL-LEGAL. Offices in Tampa and throughout Florida. Just like the Bucks, Moss Nissan is simply the best around. In 2020, we delivered over 6,000 vehicles to customers around Tampa Bay. And every vehicle featured Moss Care, exclusive to Moss Nissan, which provides added features and benefits to protect and enhance your investment, such as lifetime oil changes, tire rotation, and much, much more. Our goal this year is to become the best Nissan dealership in the nation. And with all things being equal, our goal is to never lose your business over price with our best deal guaranteed. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Buccaneers Total Access with head coach Bruce Arians now continues. Brought to you by Advent Health. Time for our final segment here on Buccaneers Total Access. Brought to you by Advent Health. We are here with defensive lineman Vita Vea. Um, I wanted to hear from you the second year of Todd Bowles being in charge of this defense. What has he meant to the defense overall and, and maybe to you? What, what are the things that you guys really like about having him as your coordinator? I love having a guy like Todd Bowles. Um, I think his his defensive scheme um, fits the type of player I am. So I think um, 
it just worked. It just it was like a perfect fit for me um, to have someone like Todd Bowles come in and with his defense and and uh, the rest of his his guys under him. And I think it was just it meant a lot to us as a whole as a defense, especially our second year. Um, seeing that, knowing that we really got a hold of everything, and you know, last year being our first year, it was like a lot of new stuff for us, but. I think now it's just like second year, just you pick up things that we didn't know about the defense last year. So I just, it just, you know, it's that continuous growth um, with the defense. And it means a lot to have someone like the, like him, you know, coaching for us and, you know, leading our defense. Yeah, you said that his defense suits you really well. What what do you like for you personally about it? And, and what do you feel like your role is in this defense? What are the, the biggest things that you tend to think of as this is my job, this is what I am really called to do and what I'm good at. I think so in college, that's when I was really introduced to like a 3-4 scheme. And I think just in high school, you, you don't really know 3-4, three, 4-3. Four, four, three. You don't really pay any mind. So you just go out there and just make plays and play. And then you get to college, just like a different, now it's serious. And like, and then after college, the NFL, and now it's like really serious. So like, um, so I think in college, that's what really molded me into like a 3-4 type of player, especially like watching the guys ahead of me, like Danny Shelton. Um, I think I learned, I learned most of my game from him. Basically as a freshman, he was a senior coming in. I seen him play and I think I, I stole the way he played, just added it to my, to my game. Cause um, I was really, I was, re- I was really, I was, I was skinny in high school. I was, I was like a linebacker. I was really like a linebacker and like a running back in high school. And then I, I put I put a lot of weight on. I went to college and uh, became a nose guard. I never played nose before. I'm playing against like all these 300 pound guys, and it was just like I don't know what's going on. So I think just having guys in front of me like Danny and just like noticing or taking their game how, and how they played in the three four scheme. I think um, over my time at UW, I think that's what like molded me into a three, four type of player, taking double teams, stopping the run um, and stuff like that. Uh, I think that's what molded me into the type of player I am today. So then when he came, he brought that three, four scheme over here. And I was like, this is perfect. This is, yeah. this is what I need. This is, this is what I thrive in. They believed in me and you know, I believed in them. So also the guys around me believe in each other. So, it just, I think everything's just falling into place and it just is meant to be. It's meant to be, that's for sure. We're talking to defensive lineman Vita Vea. I know you were not there for the first matchup against Kansas City, but what uh, did you learn from watching that game and then already now having started preparation for the Super Bowl? What are the, the biggest challenges that you guys have, have seen facing them and what you've learned about them? Uh, there's a, a lot of challenges playing against them. Um, you know, they have like a lot of threats on offense. Um, they have a really good offense, um, probably like the number one offense, I'd say, if that in the NFL. Um, but, you know, they got a lot of the guys. They got uh, that super fast guy. Tyreek Hill, yep, yeah. Hill. And then they got Travis Kelsey. They got a lot of these players, a bunch of running backs, a whole bunch of receivers. And they got a, a great quarterback leading them, Patrick Mahomes. So, um you know, we got our work cut out for us. So there's like a lot of stuff that going into this game. So there's a lot to prepare for. 
lot to learn from uh, from the last game. So, you know, we got a whole yeah. lot of work. Yeah, a lot. there's a lot facing you guys. At least there are two weeks to prepare. But how about specifically facing Mahomes? Um, for you guys as defensive linemen, what is he like to go against as compared to maybe some different types of quarterbacks? I think he's more frustrating playing a guy like that because it's always like, it's always frustrating when you you know you can play a quarterback who could throw it down the field um, with accuracy and then also uh, run the ball if he, if he wants to. So I think it's it's just frustrating um, as a defensive lineman playing. Like, yeah, a guy that's gonna sit in the in the pocket and be nice for yeah. you, wait, wait for you to go hit him. Yep. <laughs> well, how about uh, with the the idea of the way that they're such a pass happy offense? Is that something you? Do you prefer an offense that is more run-heavy or pass-heavy to go against, and how does that affect uh, the way that you go about your job? It's uh, I don't know. It's like some like you be it's like you got to be careful for what you ask for. So you know, each week it's just like you know they obviously we're the number one rush defense, but it's like each week there's like a new challenge. Like they, you know, you got a running back. They got there's there's good running backs throughout the whole league. So, you know, you just, you're faced with a new challenge each week. And not only that they have uh, good running backs, but they have a quarterback that could, you know, kill your rush defense as well. So there's a lot to prepare for. So just pass rush, it's, I don't know, it depends. It depends, but I don't know. I think I'd rather want to face a run heavy team because, you know, these, these guys, they got a lot of threats on, on offense. Um, but I don't know, either or. I think a balanced team would, do, would be better. But obviously this team, they're good in all aspects of their offense. And how I know that, that uh, Chris Jones on the other side of things for them is um, incredibly good lineman. And I, I want to know if you've really watched him play very much and what you think of his style and, and what he can bring. Uh, he can bring a lot to the table. You know, he could, he could, he could do it all. He, he's a one of those top tier guys, uh, defensive lineman in the league. Um, you know, where he could, he could make plays in the backfield. You know, he could stop the run, um, and he also can get out to the quarterback. So, you know, it's tough also facing other great D linemen as well. But you know, I'm sure the offense have you know something, try to game plan. But it's gonna be hard. You know, they have. They actually have great players on both sides of the ball, you know, great defensive players and, you know, great offensive players that uh, can be hard to play against. Why do you think this Bucks team had what it took to get to the Super Bowl this year? How, how did the team feel different, the way it was made up, the attitude everybody had? What, what do you think it was that meant that this, this was the year for you guys? I don't think anything was really expected. I think everything was unexpected for us. I think it was just like, I think we took it one week at a time. You know, we got we got to win, we got to win. That was the biggest thing we got to win. And then once we started winning, we we're like, all right, let's see if we can win three three in a row, and let's see if we can win four in a row. And then the biggest thing was the Bucks haven't had a winning season in in so long. So I think that was the biggest. That was a goal. I think uh, I don't know about anybody else, but for me, it was like you know we gotta have more wins than losses this year and see how it goes from there and just do our job. So I think we, we did a good job winning. Um, they did a good job winning. I was there for a quarter of it. 
But, uh, you know, I think, you know, there's a tremendous amount of growth on, on this team. You know, we have a lot of second-year, three-year players on the team. So we had a really young team that, you know, I think last year learning new schemes on offense and defense. And I think, you know, second year around really getting a grasp of it. Uh, you know, we got great leaders on both sides of the ball. Having uh, Tom Brady, you know, lead the offense, you know, you, you that's like you couldn't ask for anything better than that. Um, and then just having a whole bunch of defensive guys um, that have been in the league for so long. We're having, you know, Vontae, Levante David, Dominic Sue, JBP, um, all of those older guys that have been, you know, in the NFL for so long that, you know, know what it takes to, you know, take the next step. So I think having those guys on the team really um, help everyone, like, just come together and just, uh, you know, just be able to put the work in and just learn from them. I think that's what really helped us. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, and uh, good luck in the game. Thank you. All right, this has been Buccaneers Total Access with head coach Bruce Arians and defensive lineman Vita Vea, brought to you by Advent Health. This is the Buccaneers Radio Network. How do you become America's best-selling brand? Let's break it down. Innovative tech means smarter and safer driving. Intelligent all-wheel drive will keep you ready for anything. And built Ford Tough Trucks will always get the job done. Plus, come into your local Ford store today and get super low APR financing, big cash back, and great lease offers on Ford's full line of cars, trucks, and SUVs. That's Ford, and that's how you become America's best-selling brand. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. To beat your opponent, you've got to know your opponent. Once you understand their weaknesses, you can create the best strategy to win. That's what they do at Moffitt Cancer Center every day, using research to uncover smarter ways to defeat cancer. Ranked as the top cancer center in Florida and the Southeast by U.S. News and World Report. They're a proud partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Learn more about the game-changing research and patient care at Moffitt.org. Moffitt Cancer Center. If this were just any door, and this were just any ignition connected to just any transmission in just any vehicle, then perhaps it would be okay to buy it from just anyone. But this is not just any car. It's a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Every detail has been inspected and road tested by highly skilled Mercedes-Benz technicians. And it's all backed by an unlimited mileage warranty, which makes the decision of where to buy one simple. Your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. The certified pre-owned sales event going on now through March 1st. Enjoy a credit of up to $1,500 toward your first two monthly payments through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Shop online or drop by your local dealer today. Credit toward your first two months payment available only to qualified customers on select certified pre-owned models. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on this offer and certified pre-owned warranties. For a test drive, visit Mercedes-Benz of Tampa, Fields Motor Cars, Crown Hero Cars, Mercedes-Benz of Sarasota, Mercedes-Benz of Clearwater, and Mercedes-Benz of Wesley Chapel. Or online at suncoastmercedesbenz.com. Your kids mean everything. At Johns Hopkins All Children's, we're ready to care for them. For vaccinations or wellness checks. For healing a little hurt or a big one. Johns Hopkins All Children's. When you need us, we're here. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. 
Buccaneers Total Access with head coach Bruce Arians has been brought to you by Advent Health. With award-winning care and a network of convenient locations, Advent Health is here to help you feel whole. Learn more at yourcareyournetwork.com. This is Tampa Bay Sports Radio. 95.3 WDAE and AM620 St. Petersburg. Home of the best box coverage.